Bryn Springer! Hey Bryn, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Oh my god, yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey Tony. Yeah. You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Steel Springer! Hey Bryn, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Josie, you have to have seen it. Oh my god! No! No, I haven't. Of course not. You've Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Did it the out of you? I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. It's showtime! Hey everybody, this is our very first episode of Film Springa. I'm Tony and Hey, I'm Bryn. And I'm Lena. Yes. <laughs> this hey. is our new show podcast um, that we're gonna be doing all about film. If you haven't guessed from the title, we're gonna go through some of our favorite movies. But the whole premise of the show is gonna be Bryn and I are huge, huge movie buffs. We've seen a, a shitload of movies. Wouldn't you say that, Bryn? So, too many. Too movies. many. Um, that have influenced our life from when we were a kid till now. Um, so, we're going to visit a lot of films that we grew up with. Some amazing, some not so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we're going to get to watch them again and kind of get nostalgic about it. But we're, we have our friend Lena, who's here, um, who grew up not watching any films pretty much whatsoever. Not a single one, tip to tail. Never seen yeah. a movie. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go through some of our favorite movies that we're gonna we're gonna watch through this podcast. And Lena gets to watch them from Virgin Eyes. Never seen them. I'm I know, right? <laughs> so Bryn and I are gonna kind of see if these films still hold up after all these years, <laughs> and if we still yeah, love them as much as we did. Yeah, we're gonna have to take our nostalgia goggles off. It is so hot. I'm sweating like a, <laughs> like a whore in church. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Jonesy is gonna come in and, and watch it and and see if she even likes them to begin with. Some of these I'm real scared about. Um, I know. Looking at, at through the lens of like an adult person with like mature taste. Well, um, what mature taste yeah. taste is to <laughs> So, um, uh, let's go through I'm first. Mature. Huh, you're mature. <laughs> let's go through mm -hmm. first how we kind of all know each other. Oh yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll start off with that. Yeah. So cool. I first met Lena many many years ago. We used to do theater together, and we did a little show called Pride and Prejudice. Um, I did not want to be in this show. I refused to be in the show, but they needed. You didn't even audition for it. I didn't even audition for it. <laughs> I just I got what reamed into being human scenery and your dance partner for the show. <laughs> and who are you playing in the show, Lena? I, I was Kitty Bennett. I oh, was right, the, the second youngest sister. I was not Lydia, the one who runs off with Wickham, the scandal of which is what I would have pegged you as. Um, yeah. Right. No, I was the other one who was just obnoxious for obnoxious sake. And I nailed it. 
Yeah, yes, he did. <laughs> so we, Lena and I, had um, all of our dance scenes together, and I had so yeah. much downtime in this play that I would be backstage getting drunk off my ass, and then I would try to go on stage and dance. And half the time, Lena was either holding me up or yeah. <laughs> pushing me in the right direction Ooh. of where we should yeah. be going. Because it was my San Diego debut. Yes, it was the first time. I wasn't going to let this new best friend of mine go there. (laughs) And then we remember we bonded over Tori Amos. We were like, yeah. And then that kind of was it. We became like besties after that. And then I met, you met Bryn when you were in Florida. So how did you two first meet? Yeah, I uh, moved to Florida because I fell for a military guy and I joined the theater scene there and everyone kept telling me about this other chick from San Diego who fell for a military guy and moved to Pensacola, Florida and how much I needed to meet her. And eventually we met. Yes. (laughs) And And then we became BFFs. Yeah. Yeah. And then... um, and then it just so happened that we are both now relocating back to San Diego. And then that's when I met Bryn. And then we like all hit it off really well. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but Bryn and I bond over movies because your history yeah. with film from you were a kid influenced a lot of like your life as me because oh, we're both so movie yeah. junkies. Um, mm. But it's so annoying when you have that friend and you're like, oh, you say a line and they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen that. So the whole project of this show is to... To educate Lena on some yeah. films. Is she reaching the point where she's like resentful about us asking her and re- resentful toward her for not having seen it? So it's a real roadblock yeah. in the continuation yeah. of our friendship. Yeah, it gets that. annoying. I mean, you guys ask me the same movies over and over. And I don't know how many times I have to tell you. I have not seen them. Yeah. It's like when you open the fridge and you expect a chocolate cake to be in there where there was nothing before. That is what's happening with, with us asking yeah, over so and true. over again. Nothing but uh, uncooked eggplant and zucchini. Yep. You're like, okay, exactly. I could do something with this, but why would I want <laughs> nothing, to? Nothing but, Shelley Long, yeah, nothing but Shelly Long's oh, production God. company. Oh God! So speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of that, so Jonesy, give us your history with film. Like, why? Why did you grow up so sheltered and not able to watch all these films as a kid and a teenager, even into your twenties? So, where Explain did that come from? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, one, I did not realize how sheltered I was. Until I left the cult. <laughs> um, I grew up um, a very conservative, military brat, evangelical upbringing. Um, my father was a youth pastor. He went to Bible college and all that. Um, my mom was a preschool teacher. So I thought I knew all movies. I just thought there were about three movie studios who made movies. <laughs> Which were, what were those studios called? Disney. Okay. <laughs> Canning Tales, which I think is an offshoot of Disney from the 80s and 90s. And uh, let's say Jim Henson and like then random like Bible movies. See, see, Jim Henson, you save yourself a little with that. (laughs) But after that, I don't know. As as a human being who has been obsessed with movies since, like, 
my conception, I never heard Hydra hair of a cannon tail. See, me neither until Jonesy. That was my first, like, ever hearing. I'm like, what is this shit? Yeah. Above that, it is a Shelley Long production company. Yes. So Shelley Long had a TV production company. It wasn't a film production company, but they did kind of like half hour, uh, like maybe 45 minute. And it was all of kind of the fairy tales you've heard, but more the original version, not so much the So Disney the scary Long. versions. No, because <laughs> since it was aimed towards kids, yeah. Um, you know, she tried to lighten it up and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, this was she was she was cheers. This was was also after, this. not only after no Shelley Long. So um, think Popeye, olive oil, and um, the shiny. No, that's you no Shelley Duvall. That's, that's Shelley Duvall. Shelly Long Duvall. was okay. in Outrageous Fortune with Bette Midler and Never Bryn. Hello again. <laughs> Where she Hello jokes on again. a chicken ball. Never seen one it. Of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Yeah. And it's get, get ready for a lot of films you say never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them I will tell you are not good. So Shelly Duvall. It. No. it was Shelly Duvall. This makes so much more sense to me. So wait, wait, wait. So was it Shelly Long or Shelly no. Duvall? Yes. Shelly Duvall. That makes way more sense. Okay, yeah. Way that makes a ton more sense. Yes. Okay. That yeah. And now she's kind of cuckoo magoo. So we Tony, remember that movie Frozen Assets with Which Shelley one? Long? Yes. Frozen Assets. And Money Pit. Yeah. Money Pit. Oh my god. Tom Hanks. Oh my god. Rob loves that movie. Producer Rob loves that movie. I love that. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> Have you seen that, Jonesy? No. Of course not. So what films, um, Jonesy, when you were growing up, did you watch? Like, what would your parents allow? Like, where were their, uh, their line at? So uh, we watched a lot of animated Bible movies as a kid. Um, and Disney was always allowed. So I loved Little Mermaid. That's my generation's jam. Um, and... Then I watched a lot of Muppets and because my folks had like a soft spot for Jim Henson, like I grew up on the labyrinth, which maybe doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, no, no, not at all. So my parents had random exceptions. Picking and choosing here is what your parents are doing. (laughs) Yeah. I also, on the same VHS tape that the labyrinth was, was uh, Little Shop of Horrors with Steve that. Martin and Alan uh, Green. Alan yeah. Green. And Steve, um, yeah, and what was who played Seymour? Rick Moranis. Thank you, yes, Rick thank Moranis. you. Um, who is living such a lovely life right now. He retired to take yes. care of his children after yeah. his wife died. Yeah. He took widower okay. and father duties and went, yes, got it. Love what a good guy. So, but yeah, um, and then other Rick Moranis films, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you know, I was allowed to watch things like that. Basically, anything that was PG. So you had a very, very vanilla yeah. film history. Yes. What and about you? Big exclusions, like anything having to do with witchcraft, um, you know, next night. No. Um, yeah. Did your parents think if you watched that, the devil was going to get into your house and possess you? 
Um, they weren't that, I didn't realize they were that extreme about it until I got to high school and the movie Waterboy came out and everyone compared, um, Bobby Boucher's mother in it to my mom. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> this might be extreme. Knowing your mother and have met your mother, I would say that's pretty, yeah, pretty true. Yeah. At one point, Lena and I were living together, and I was out of town, and her mother came to visit and did all of my laundry. Like, went up into my room. Are you in serious? In the whole house. Like, anything that was out was She just done. cleaned it. Oh, dear Lena Lord. did my laundry. Oh, <laughs> okay, so, Bryn, how, what films did you grow up with? Like, when did your obsession with movies, films start, and why? So... My obsession really started at like a very young age. Um, my dad was super, super into movies. And he was like one of those guys that was also always talking about trivia. My favorite like ever conversation I had with my dad once is that we were talking about Betty Davis. I'm like, my dad didn't cuss, you know, he yeah. was like grew up in the 50s and 60s. And we're talking about Betty Davis. And he goes, wow, she was a real bitch. <laughs> How old were you when that happened? I was older. I was, I was a teenager. She's like two. I remember it. She's to be educated. Um, so, like my family, we would like every Friday we would go to Blockbuster, and yeah. everyone would get to pick out a movie. And in my family, no movies were off off limits. Okay. And it was very much because my parents also wanted to watch movies and they did not want to let having children hinder their ability to watch the fucking movies they wanted to watch. So, so we what watched... were some of the films that they would like you would pick that now you look back going, God, that wasn't a wise choice. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. One time at a sleepover, my mom decided that it would be a good idea to rent the good son. Oh, with Macaulay Culkin. Where he plays a serial killer. A bunch of seven-year-old girls. <laughs> like, if my mom and dad wanted to watch something, like they did not care. We have my favorite family story is that my little sister was five. Yeah. My mom let her rent Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> I love that oh, yeah. film. It's a really we good version it. of Dracula. It's very good. But we went back to Blockbuster to return it and pick a new movie. And my five-year-old sister is screaming because she didn't want to return Dracula. So she's going, Dracula, Dracula. And she's five? Five. Wow. My parents did not care at all. We didn't celebrate Halloween. That just lets you know the difference. (laughs) I didn't know what Dracula was. (laughs) See, Jonesy, this this is interesting to me because – as you know, I grew up very religious, Jehovah Witness. Yeah. But I did everything you weren't supposed to, and then some. So I don't. Yeah. I was able to get away with it. I just did it. I didn't give two shits. But you, your parents were like Hawkeyes. They just were watching you the whole time. Oh yeah, like I didn't know things like, existed. Like you, what? Uh, but like all the things you, Tony, knew existed yeah. that you were like, I'm gonna watch that. I was like. I didn't know there was that to watch. <laughs> so um, yeah. why don't you tell people why? Yeah. Oh, um, I, I think growing up as a creative person, like doing our theater, it was a way to escape because I grew up Jehovah yeah. Witness. So film to me became a way to just 
get out of reality and I fantasize for like two hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I remember you talk your mom into letting you watch those movies. Though, I would sneak off to a friend's house and watch him there. And or, that, I would be that friend. Yes, I would be that friend. Exactly. <laughs> or my cousins. That was another way to do it. Or I would just like sneak into the movie theaters when I knew I wasn't make up some lie that I was waiting for like my older sibling inside. And yeah. Yeah. And I remember we got caught. You guys out as friends. Huh? My mom sniffed you guys out as friends and, and said, we're like, no. you're not allowed to go over there. <laughs> yeah. no, you're not no, allowed no to hang out over, No sleepovers at the good son's house. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> to traumatize, nope. traumatize you. Nope. So, so Brynn, what, let's get a gauge of your movie taste. What are some of your favorites that we can expect Lena to watch during this, this series of podcasts? Okay. So my thing is like, I love, love, love horror movies. Love them. And I specifically love funny horror movies because it very much blends my love of comedy with my love of um, blood and gore. Yeah. <laughs> Lena's rolling over. I know. She's like, oh God, here we go. It's also because I've been her roommate. So I've yeah. walked in several <laughs> times from work. And been like, what am I walking into? <laughs> it will be like April 4th, and I will be watching like five horror movies in a row. Like, what What's are some happening? of your go-to go horrors? So, Shaun of the Dead. Yes, we've talked like about love. this. Yes. <laughs> Such love, a love, love. The reanimator. I love just for the gore and like the camp. <laughs> and like, and for real ones that really scare you, like The Shining. Oh yeah, I'm super into. Hey, do you guys think that Shelley Duvall was so traumatized by filming The Shining that she had to start Canon production? No, Popeye <laughs> did it to her. Popeye did it to her. It Popeye. That cinematic masterpiece of Popeye. So I can actually speak to this. Um, oh my god. She uh, after that did supposedly have some trauma and moved to. 15 minutes outside of the town where I went to college called Wimberley, Texas and bought a ranch out there and kind of holed up and hid out from the world. And everyone in my college town of San Marcos, Texas. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how much it correlates with her uh, studio of fairy tale theater, yeah. but mm -hmm. supposedly that's when she made the move from California, Hollywood, all that kind of stuff to the middle of the country, Texas, nowhere, USA. We're just okay. setting up our offshoot podcast, which is just all um, Shelley Duvall conspiracy theories. We should. We should have the a Shelley, Shelley Duvall, Duvall conspiracy, mm -hmm. conspiracy theory segment on yeah. our show. <laughs> yes, we should. What is up with Shelley today? Yeah. What do we learn about Shelley? Yeah. Where is she? What's going on? Exactly. My brother yeah. and mom from the same city. Shelley, we'll, we'll talk about Shelley Miscavige and Shelley Duvall. <laughs> there you go. Religion stuff ties in. We can bring yeah. in the remedy. It'll be great. What, Bryn, what genre of films is, can you, you're just not, like, into? Is there a genre for you? I, I mean, I don't know. Family movies? <laughs> <laughs> too wholesome? Anything too wholesome? You're like, no, get it away from me. I'm allergic. 
yeah, any of those movies where Josh Gad is voicing a dog, You're... I'm not into it. <laughs> right? Jesus Christ. What about you, Tony? Let's talk about um, your genres. I... I'm like you. I like a lot of horror, but I also was obsessed with like the sci-fi fantasy style of the late 80s, early 90s, all of that kind of stuff. Like the original Blade what Blade Runner. Love Blade that. Runner. Yeah. Like yeah. Back to the Future, Never Bill and Ted, it. all oh of that kind God. of stuff. Yeah, and like the Terminator yeah. movies, I love those. Now for and I and I've talked to you about this one, Bryn, but there's this movie from the 80s called Dreamscape that scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. And it was I do remember. like these scientists were like doing an experiment, and if you fall asleep in your if you die in your dreams, you die in real life. In real life. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think so. Was so, it? And Julia Roberts? No, no flatliners. Flatliners, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, like that one. you saw? That's what you saw. Flatliners. <laughs> so okay. Random. Well, so once I got older, I didn't know what to see. So I just kind of like went with whatever people. Would you, would you look oh, at a movie poster and go, "Okay, that looks good. I'll try no, it." No, I didn't ever pick. Because obviously I had nothing to, like, I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons. I didn't know anything. If you're, you're going to so, do a Keeper Sutherland, do Lost Boys. Lost Boys is so good. Never seen it. Outsiders, yeah. Never seen mm-hmm. it? Oh, God. Yeah, do you mind? But I like those. I like, okay, this is going to be really gay. Um, and I can say that because I am gay. Um, beaches. Anything Bette Midler oh, was in, God. I'm obsessed with. Everybody that yeah. knows me, Jonesy knows this. She's that, yeah. and I made you watch Beaches when you we first became friends. I, I said, if we're it. gonna be best friends, we're sitting down and watching this. Yes, yeah. and I yeah. very much enjoyed it. Yes, you did. But I like a lot of those. I like a lot of campy movies. Um, I'm all over the place. I like a good drama. But there's a lot of lot of films from like when I was younger, like um, Big Trouble in Little China, awful film, but I loved it as a kid. <laughs> do you know I what? will gut punch anyone that says that they do not enjoy <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Never it's horribly it. offensive. It's very problematic. So horribly. So that's going to be one that will not hold the test of time. Probably not. I'm I'm sure there's going to be a lot that we're going to be like, oh, a lot of them. Like, this this is is bad. Yeah. But I was like obsessed with like those type of movies. A lot of um, the old, like, well, to me, it's old, like Pretty Woman, all of those older rom coms I used to love. But I think the thing for Tony and I specifically is that like these movies are very much tied to important moments in our lives feelings uh, of like growing up and and that stuff happening so i feel like that's why we and everybody does i think yeah but so a lot of the a lot of the films we're going to be reviewing on this show and that we're going to expose um jonesy to are films that Bryn and i have a very strong connection to for whatever reason in our life those films were maybe a pivotal point with something else like that was happening. Yeah. 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 So in a lot of these, we have not seen in many, many years. So it's going to be oh, yeah. interesting to get the story behind why we watched it, why we love it, and mm-hmm. when we watched it. And then yeah. re-watching the film and going, oh, God. Oh, God. What was I thinking? 
Oh, yeah. We're going to say if, if, it, if it's as good as you thought yeah. it was, or if the points you thought it made in your kid life, yeah. it still makes 25 some odd years later. And <laughs> to see if yeah. we, if they trigger, if we get triggered by it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I promise that we will we will try as much as we possibly can to take the nostalgia goggles off and, and, re- and really review it. Yeah, and then how we're going to do it is we'll we'll pick the film at the end of every episode for the next episode, and all we're going to give Jonesy is the title of the film. And the movie poster. And she has to try to guess what the plot is about if she doesn't already know. And then on the next episode, we will review the film. Um, Before we review it, we'll give it a grade of what Bryn and I actually would have graded the very first time we saw it. Yeah, Yeah. After viewing the film, we'll see if that grade still holds up or if it's going to get demoted. And then we're going to throw it to Jonesy and she's going to review it as a first time viewer and really yes. give us your honest opinion. No holding back on these films. Because so, <laughs> I'll know if you're lying. I'll know if you're lying. Not afraid to be honest. Exactly. Jonesy, what movies are you most afraid of us to tell you to watch? I'm really afraid of all the Freddy Krueger movies. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm really kind of dreading watching any of them. because and you will. You I will watch all of them. just don't want, like, I know that he's like a dream guy invader. And he's going to come and get you while you <laughs> he's sleep. He's a dream guy invader. Yeah. <laughs> a dream guy invader. Can I get that on a shirt? <laughs> just a dream yes, guy invader. When we start merchandise. Yes. Freddy yes. <laughs> Krueger is the dream guy. So invader. hit like on this YouTube for <laughs> merchandise opportunities. Like and subscribe below. But um, Nightmare announced she actually scared the shit out of me when I first saw oh, yeah, it. The she, shit out of me. And I remember going to school and like hearing that from all my friends, especially all my friends who had older siblings. And so, like, you know, kind of like a you guys yeah. situation where like they saw it maybe sooner than they should have because of the older siblings and yeah. so yeah. yeah there's um stuff like that and then there's also some stuff where i'm just like i've avoided watching it because surely it's not going to hold up like like what I'm not uh the big one that comes to mind is weekend at bernie's like everyone is just like i can't believe you've never seen that and i'm like Bryn, Bryn loves that movie. <laughs> I, I know. Love that movie. And she's, she's one of the people I regularly have this conversation with. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching that like when it first came out and thought it was hilarious. Hilarious. It will be interesting to see how it does hold up. I'm really curious because yeah. it's been a long time since I've watched that film. Yeah. Do you know how often I talk about Weekend at Bernie's during my All stand-up? the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm excited because it's going to be really fun to visit a lot of these older films that I haven't seen in years. And I know Bryn hasn't seen in a really long time. Yeah. Um, um, it kind of yeah. just 
revisit all of that, that goodness. I'm Yeah. You talked about triggering earlier. I'm excited and scared about the feelings that these movies will trigger because yeah. um, I feel like it will be a lot of a sad, lonely Bryn figuring out. <laughs> When we introduce yeah, the film, we want you guys to watch it with us yes. so that you guys can also let us know, did it hold up in your opinion? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, because I found a whole bunch of ex-evangelical kind of people, maybe we'll introduce to some uh, reverend and sister. <laughs> oh, We're really? in the same boat you are, Lena, who haven't seen shit. I've said I've said a lot of curse words during this podcast. Is that okay? Yeah, yes, no, we God, all curse yes. now because we're free. We're free. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> we don't have that religious guilt, <laughs> so I think it's going to be a really fun journey um, to yeah. visit like our past and our love of film, and um, just revisit that time of our life and seeing Jonesy's experience oh, of watching yeah. watching these for the first time. Much like when um, the Amish get to experience the world outside of their home for a little bit, um, which is a rumspringa, Lena is having her film springa, which is her coming into the world of film with her trusty guides, Tony and me. Would you say we're um, trusty, though? No, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, I no. But yeah, that's that's where the name come up came from. Yeah, it's yeah. um Jonesy's like, yeah, Rum Springa, but Film Springa. So yeah. now we're gonna pick the first movie we're gonna review. So me and Bryn have talked about this. And mm-hmm. this is a classic, a classic camp film and a classic gay film. Um Epic. that Jonesy has heard about for a long time, but never seen. So I think it's it's going to be very interesting. Um, So the first film we picked for our next episode that we're going to review is (laughs) Mommy Dearest. I know I'm super excited excited for this. So Jonesy, you've never seen it, right? No, but I do know what it's about. I've heard about it. Yes, so that's because I didn't bring it up on the computer. That's the movie poster. I have Mommy it on my Dearest. phone as well. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and I think you kind of already know what it's about. So give us your I, little definition of the plot. So I know it's uh, about Joan Collins, who I don't know anything about it's not Joan Collins if that's what you think it is we'll go with that yes it is a biography of Joan Collins I could just hear all the gays heads exploding (laughs) right now wait so Joan Collins is probably the soap opera lady with the dark hair and the big eyebrows absolutely to me mergeable with the Joan old lady from film days with the big eyebrows because Wow. Okay. All right. I wasn't. Hot, al- hot I wasn't allowed to watch the breakfast either. Hot take on that. Um, yeah. And I just know they were scandalous women. Um, so I want to say this is about Joan Collins, not Collins, but Joan something. Um, and when she got a baby and beat it with wire hangers. 
Close. (laughs) But yes, Mommy Dearest is going to be the first film that we review, um, which I'm super excited for because I know it's one of my favorite films of all time. And I know Bryn loves this movie. (laughs) So it's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks for joining us for our very first episode. Go follow us on Instagram. We're Filmspringa. You can email us at filmspringa at gmail.com. Gmail.com. But until next time, you guys, we will see you later. Goodbye.